Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and this is a super cool episode for all of you. This is, this is one that, that speaks to challenge. This is one that speaks to mindset. And we have the son of a longtime friend and client of mine, Brad Stewart. We have his son, Jaken Stewart, with us. And Jaken, this is super cool. He and his dad having conversations about the unrequired mindset, doing the things that other people won't do, they can't see, they won't talk about, that we as high performers choose to make a priority. Jaken decided he wanted to challenge himself for 30 days and do an unrequired workout. Now, he's a heck of an athlete, and I'm not going to hold the Notre Dame sweatshirt against him, even, <laughs> even though I've worked with plenty of athletes that have been very good to me that are Notre Dame grads, unbelievable institution. I better say that, otherwise Jonas Gray and Dane Chris and all the guys are going to be bad at me. But I just want to turn it over to you, Jake, because I was just – you and I have talked on the phone. I think our first phone conversation was a couple of years ago, just talking about mindset – and I know you're a great athlete. You've been, you've been blessed with great physical talents. And so just share with me, what made you want to do a 30-day challenge, right? So, so let people know, you know, what grade you're in. Tell us a little bit about you. And what made you want to do a challenge like this, knowing that, that I'm the crazy guy who's doing that, trying to push your dad to do stuff like this? Well, you know, actually, it's, it's more of a motivational thing, not – and the fact that I'm going to prove to myself that I'm the athlete I think I am, it's more of the person that I think I am to, in my job, in my schooling, and everything that I bring this into, you know, I know if I can't prove myself in the weight room, I can't prove myself in school, in sports, in lacrosse, and rugby, you know, it's just, it's just a really important thing to me that I put my foot to the ground and just dig in and get myself working, you know, and, uh, being 14 and in eighth grade in this difficult time is just, it's just really hard thing to keep yourself motivated when you have no one there to really push you except for parents, you know? So. Well, so you, you, you do have a dad who played college football, so he knows a little bit about pushing and challenging, but here, let me, let me yeah. tell you, but your your dad has told me you've owned this, which I think is really unique because I, I know obviously as a as a father, I have a son as well and, and a daughter and both, you know, love sports. And I know your dad would, you know, loves it when you're playing sports. But your dad said this is you like you choose to own this. So so what what else is it that causes you to not just own it? I, I love what you just said. But that unrequired to do a little bit extra because that was really the challenge, right, is doing more than you were normally doing. So why did you want to take that on? What was the, what was the thrill for you? Because really a lot of, a lot of people that I've seen, a lot of my friends, they think like same thing with unrequired. They think sometimes unrequired is impossible. When I hear them talking to me, when they talk about sports and everything, they say, man, I want to get to high school. 
or I want to get to college, I want to get to pros. My theory is get to where you're at right now because the unrequired part is a lot of people say, man, whatever you're doing, that's, that's impossible. You can't do it. It's no way you're doing that. You're pulling my chain. It's about, it's more like, Hey man, the only reason I really think you think it's impossible is because you're unwilling to do what it takes to do the impossible. I mean, it's all mindset. I mean, that's really all I have for that. And uh, your, your dad has sent me videos of you sprinting in the backyard, videos of you doing pull-ups. So you can do way more pull-ups than me, so I'm glad we're not doing this. <laughs> I'm glad we're not doing this interview in person with a pull-up bar in front of us. This is, a, this is a, a wild period of time for your dad, for me, for our, you know, for your mom, for my, for my wife. It just, this is just a wild time in American history with coronavirus. You know, you're finishing your school year different than, than you thought you would. What has this experience been like for a 14-year-old kid? Tell me what your experience has been and, and how you've been utilizing your time and making the most of it. Well, the experience to start off is not really a, a, out of a, like a fear standpoint. It's more of like a, what is this? Like, you don't, you don't like all those things where people are saying like just viruses and all that. You don't, well, it's just, it happened before. It's not going to happen. It happens, you know? And, um, for, for a 14 year old, it's kind of difficult that social distancing part of it, but it's a, it's a sheer important part just to keep everybody safe so we can continue doing what we're doing onto the point where we have to get that success level up with what we're doing, even if that means we have to be alone sometimes, either, or just with our family, you know? And uh, with the point of being an eighth grader, sometimes that patience level isn't there. Just admitting that for all the eighth graders around me and ninth graders or below, you know, or maybe even people that are up there, just you got to be willing to go with that. You know, you can't you can't take your foot off the gas sometimes, even when things are different. And so, has school from home been easier than school in the classroom, or is it uh, is it tougher? I would say, uh, so it's a little it's a little challenging just because you don't have that push from teachers. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, de definitely completely different doing uh, so much from from the home. All right, yeah. here's, a, here's, a, here's a fun question that, that I have for you. So my kids and I, and this is, I'll give you my personal opinion on this, and then uh, we're going to tie into this episode, uh, Isaac and Kennedy, for their opinion on this, and then it's going to be awesome to have your opinion on this. But I think it's so important for individuals to keep score. And so many of these leagues these days, these kids, and, and let me actually preface this by saying, if you were to talk to any football player at Alabama, Kansas State, NFL guys that I work with, other sports, I never talk about winning and losing. I always talk about show up, give your best, and compete for all the time that's on the clock. And when you see zeros, you just have to know that you gave it your very best. And I, I want to preface that before people hear what I'm about to say. But I think it's important to keep score. And a lot of these leagues that my kids have been involved in, you know, they don't start keeping score until third grade or fourth grade, some of them as high as fifth grade. And I'm thinking, you know, kids have to learn to win. Kids have to learn to lose. They have to learn what it's like to respond to winning and losing because I believe that that changes how you work. You know, if you never know what it's like to lose, 
then you always kind of keep just doing the same things and you maybe don't practice harder. You don't find areas to improve. Uh, you know, a Jaykin doesn't decide that, hey, I'm going to do the unrequired. I'm going to find the little bit extra that I can do. So what, what is your opinion on the importance of kids actually learning to keep score and learning what it's like to win and lose? You know, I don't think that it's just for paper. You know, I don't think it's for the record books. You know, I think it's for more of a mental state, just not for the name of the team or a person. It's it's mainly for just everyone. You know, you got to learn losing and winning are two different things. Winning builds confidence. Losing builds knowledge. You know, I'm, I'm saying that your experience is what makes it, you know? And a lot of these leagues that my kids have been involved in, you know, they don't start keeping score until third grade or fourth grade. Some of them as high as fifth grade. And I'm thinking, you know, kids have to learn to win. Kids have to learn to lose. They have to learn what it's like to respond to winning and losing because I believe that that changes how you work. You know, if you never know what it's like to lose, then you always kind of keep just doing the same things and you maybe don't practice harder. You don't find areas to improve. Uh, uh, losing, it, it teaches you everything. It teaches you how to handle things. It teaches you what you can do. It builds a burn, like you would say. You know, it, it builds that after the game feature. Like my dad told me a story where after a game he would lose, he'd go home and he'd work on the things that he did wrong. And I think that the fact that you have numbers on the scoreboard determines like, Hey man, we got to get this up into gear. And I like the fact also on the other hand of the no of the North scoreboard, just because I mean, it, it doesn't say, Oh, now we have to put it into high gear. They're always in high gear. You know, if, if you're driving to do that. You know, I think it's, uh, it, it's awesome hearing you say losing is knowledge. And here's something, you may already know this about your dad, but one of the things that I think makes your dad one of the top financial advisors in the country, and he, he may hide that from you, but your dad is literally one of the top in the country. It's incredible the work your dad has done for such a long period of time helping to serve his clients. And, you know, your dad is still that way today, you know, yeah. wanting to find those ways to get better. It's not having that high, high celebrating those victories. It's enjoying the victories and the blessings that come with it but it's constantly trying to find those areas to improve if you maybe fall short of where you want to be. So I think that's pretty cool that he's instilling that lesson in you and you, you've learned that lesson that, hey, when you lose, it's knowledge, right? And winning is fun, but w when you lose, what do we learn and how can we get better? So what your dad did in, uh, in college when he was losing, he still does today. So those are, uh, those are long-term life lessons, you know? Yeah, no, I, it, I think it's crazy like how far my dad's gotten you know he tells me stories of how you know man he grew up where and the fact that he had to work for everything he said he he had a job eight years old mowing lawns for maybe a couple cents and look where he is now you know when they say work pays off work pays off because people we're looking at things where let's see here uh Man. I, 
I would say people are looking to do the amazing things when they're not instead the thinking of doing the amazing things instead of taking the time to do the less amazing things more consistently because yeah. we don't take those less consistent times to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always like to say that so many people, they'll tell you how great they want to be. And it just, it's just words. Yet when you have a conversation with their actual action, it's a completely different story. And one of the things that I just think is so incredible about you at your age and what you've learned from your dad and what you've learned from your mom and what you've learned from yourself by pushing yourself is that there's going to be this fire, this burn inside of you, of you chasing what it means for you to be your best. And I would just tell you, Jacob, don't, don't ever lose that. You having, you having the courage to want to do this, you know, episode together for the burn. And I was so excited to have you on here. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. And the fact that you challenged yourself for 30 days, I just want to congratulate you in front of everybody for doing that because I think it's unique. And uh, even just hearing your answers and your thought process and your mindset, I just can't wait to watch all the success that you have in sports, but also in, in your life moving forward. So I really appreciate you taking this time to do this with us. What's maybe one final lesson, maybe something you've learned from your dad, something you've picked up, maybe it's a motivational quote. What's something you keep in front of you to keep yourself motivated? You know, I keep this in me, whether I'm playing rugby or doing motocross or lacrosse, whatever I'm doing. It is inch by inch. You can't go a foot without all the inches within it. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love you can't. it. And you got to think, like, look in front of you. You can't look straight down at the ground and go forward because you don't know what's ahead of you if you don't take the time to look inch by inch ahead of you. Jake, you it is, uh, I, I, I love it. You are, you are incredible. It's, uh, it's inspiring to hear you at your age thinking this way. And uh, from the pictures and the videos, it's not just words. You back it up with action. And that's why it's awesome to have you on The Burn with us. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.